Come on, Alan. So, Tom, there seems to be a huge shortage of used cars, and there also seems to be a big increase in price. So, Dundee have done the survey. What's the view of the SIMI? Well, there, there is a shortage of used cars. Um, that, that, that's clear. I think different people have different views about what the increase in prices has been, but the, 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 the fact that there is a shortage of used cars caused by a combination of things. You know, with the pandemic, we, we stopped selling uh, the numbers of used new cars that we had sold previously. So that dropped off. Also, with Brexit in 2016, when that vote initially happened, we saw a sharp decline in the, the number of new cars that were being registered. That all led to a used car supply issue from the, the, the cars that we were producing ourselves. But then on top of that, we had Brexit then in 2020 and uh, the large numbers of used cars that were coming in from the UK. That tap um, was turned off. And, uh, and since then, we've had issues with supplies, semiconductors. There's a whole range of issues. But yet, there is a used supply shortage. There's a new supply shortage as well in the country. And both of those are causing these difficulties. So now, it's obviously a, a, a seller's market, is it, as opposed to a buyer's market? Absolutely. It's a, it's a strange situation we're in. But we, we, for every single car that we have to sell, we have multiples of people that are looking to buy it. So that, that has, uh, that's that's. You know that's unheard of. We we well, we haven't experienced that in any in, in our times anyway. Um, I would say with you know maybe a slight little shift in consumer confidence with energy prices increasing. Uh, I would say with inflationary work concerns out there, there's probably less of the demand, but it's still the demand far outweighs the supply. So we still have plenty of people looking for vehicles, and uh, and we're and we're struggling to supply them. Can we look at the now, various? Can we look at the various type of cars as well, Tom? If you don't mind, for example, yeah. hybrid vehicles are hugely popular at the moment. They, according to the Dundee report, have seen an increase of twenty five percent year on year. Yeah, but different, different parts of the market are going to see. Like, there's, le- there's much less of the hybrid vehicles that are available in the market. So, and and with the, the shift in people looking for more hybrid electric vehicle options, the used car market is going to have a strong demand in that space anyway, regardless of whether supply is an issue or not, because there's not that many of those vehicles out there. We also, at the other end, we have vehicles that are very old vehicles that people during the pandemic, when they decided they didn't want to take public transport, if you were sending your son or daughter up back up to college in Dublin, for example, or to Carlo or Cork or wherever, um, uh, those people were buying an older car that they could drive to, to, to college rather than putting them on the bus or public transport. So those things are all causing issues with supply and, uh, and, and, and as I said, the demand is outweighing the supply. So yes, there would, there would be an issue with hybrid vehicles. Yeah, so 25% year-on-year year for them. When it comes to petrol and diesel cars, say above the €18,000 price raise, they've seen a price increase of 20% year-on-year, year, uh, Tom. Yeah, I, I, I can't quantify or qualify those figures because uh, we haven't done our own survey on that. But yes, there, there are vehicles. As, as we have a new car shortage of supply, we're going to have less new cars coming to the market. Those less new cars means that we have less used cars being produced uh, in three or four years' time. So there's going to be a greater demand for those cars, less of the cars in the market, and therefore the prices are going up. And that, that's, that's happening right across the, the world. Uh, America, Central Europe, all of those having those increases in used car prices as a result of, as I said, pandemic, as a result of semiconductor issues, supply issues, etc. When you purchase a brand new car, what's the waiting time on average now, according to the SMI? It, it depends on the brand. Um, like some, some manufacturers are getting their cars very quickly and others it's becoming more difficult. I, if you, again, you sort of have to look at the global backdrop and if there's a lot of production in, in places like Russia, that's going to cause a problem. If you've, if you've 
parts and component parts of vehicles that are manufactured in the Ukraine, of which there are many, that's going to be an issue. For some electric vehicle technology, it's the battery components, so whether it be cobalt or nickel or other or other metals that are precious that are produced in countries that are in, in difficulty at the moment, they're all having those effects on, on the market. So, yeah, so, some cars, you can get them very quickly, and some, the delays are, are much more are much greater. There's been a parliamentary question raised by Deputy Roisling Shorthall, and this is in relation to the NCT testing. Can you shed some light on that for us? Um, is there a possibility that there could be unqualified staff working in NCT centres? And what's happening here, please, Tom? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I, there are some issues with the NCT at the moment in getting your car service, uh, getting your car tested. Um, and the difficulties are mainly around COVID, a bit like factory production, a bit like everywhere. Um, production output has been is struggling as a result of, of people being off work with the with, with the COVID restrictions. The NCT are no different than anybody else in that regard. But in order to try and fix the problem and make sure that we have a safe fleet on the road, which is ultimately the, the purpose of the NCT, is that they've tried to bring in people that could do some of the tests that don't require you know, um, uh, inspector level training, if you want to call it that. So there, these would be things like the emissions test, which is done by a machine, the light test on the vehicle, again, done by a machine, and some of the maybe easier things to do, like if, if you go to your NCT, they check your wiper blades, they check the wipers to make sure they're working, they check your indicator lights, they check to make sure the horn is working. All those things could be done by somebody who isn't trained up to inspector level. So all the all the testing on any of the safety items or the structural vehicle parts, all those will be done by a qualified inspector and that would continue. But right. they're trying to look at maybe plugging the holes of doing some of the other that maybe more machine-led jobs. And I won't read the full email but or the response to Deputy Shorthall, but I have it here in front of me uh, and it comes and it's uh, signed by a representative of the Road Safety Authority, Moy Valley Business Park. It says, um, it is acknowledged that there is a shortage of mechanics at present both in Ireland and internationally. Uh, the following data published by Solis shows that the motor mechanic trade attracts much smaller numbers of apprentices each year compared with electrical and construction trades. While the NCTS has in the past recruited from Eastern Europe and South Africa to augment their services, these options are not now so readily available. A good knowledge of vehicle mechanical systems is important for conducting NCTs, particularly when applying professional judgment to the assessment of component work corrosion and the like. However, parts of the test are administrative in nature, are use automated test equipment and do not require the skills of a qualified mechanic. NCTS has proposed to pilot the introduction of separately trained staff to carry out these elements of the test. And that kind of bears out what you've just said there, doesn't it? Yeah, I, had, I hadn't seen that, Alan, but yeah, that, that's, that's exactly what's happening here. Uh, I think the key to all of this is, is, a, is a more systemic problem across the whole sector, and that's that we're not taking on enough apprentices. We're not taking people on who can move into the apprenticeship role. Some of that caused now by the huge rise in construction. So if a lot of the construction trades are taking up people who are considering a trade and they're moving in that direction, but yeah, definitely we, we would have an issue with getting as many apprentices as we need into an industry which allows you to stay, work in your own town, you know, live where you want and, uh, and, and still be able to provide with a job locally and to earn money while you train at the same time, which is very important. Yeah. Actually, incidentally, our motor show this year is on the 20th and 21st of May, the Friday and the Saturday, and we'll have an apprenticeship program there where people who want to look into apprenticeships will be able to come down and, uh, and have a chat with people to be able to talk to them about motor right. industry apprenticeships. Is but, that, is that yeah, the Wexford Motor the Show, Tom? Is, is that the Wexford Motor Show? That's the Wexford Motor Show, yeah, and Fairnestown, you've always been a great supporter on, uh, of us. So, yeah, we're, we're running that show this year after after missing out in the last few years. Great. Down on the Keys again on Friday the 20th and, and 20th, Saturday the 
21st of May. Absolutely delighted to hear that. Tom, I've got to wrap it up, but just uh, you want to make one or two concluding points. There's a shortage in used cars and vans as well. The white van market we often talk about and uh, people are hard-pressed at the moment and they, th- they feel as if they're being put towards buying new white vans, but uh, they simply can't afford them. Have you, are you hearing that, Tom? Yeah, not so much. The white van market is usually quite strong. It is a little bit back in terms of the new vehicles that are being uh, are being sold month. But again, some of that is just down to supply issues. So no, again, the demand is strong in the in the business sector. Even Wexford as a whole, as I want to mention that, like Wexford at the moment is ten point ten percent off on last year in terms of the new vehicle sales. So Wexford Wexford is sort of bucking the trend across the country and showing quite strong demand for both passenger vehicles and commercial vehicles. So that's yeah. a good sign for the Wexford market. All right, Tom, any other points you want to raise before we wrap up? Uh, is there any other key issue you want to get out there to mention? No, I, ju- I just think in general it's a great time for um, uh, for people to be considering a change. July this year is going to be a sort of a... It, it, it's a little different on the number plate. We had the 2001 Millennium number plate, or the 2000 Millennium was the number one, but we have 222 is the registration plate for July, and we're certainly hearing plenty of people asking about it when they're coming into garages, so yeah. um, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's going to be a little bit of a different number plate, and I'm sure that people will will buy cars and look to buy cars in July as a result of it.